This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com. Here's in the Lot is partnered with the Hockey Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? It's episode 160 of Beers in the Lot. Before we get going, let me just remind you about our shop at beersinthelot.com slash shop. That's where you can get t-shirts and other merchandise with Beers in the Lot logos on it. Also, check out beersinthelot.com for anything else you might be curious about about this podcast. And be sure to join the Discord at beersinthelot.com slash Discord. So in this one, me and the guys talked about our last hurrahs of summer. And we talked about some potential rule changes for the NHL. Who knows? Maybe. And we also have a quick story about the late Jimmy Buffett. May he rest in peace. So let's get going. Did I have the premature crack tonight or was it just John being late? I think it was just John's late. He, he said, let's crack beers. I and never I was ready. Never, didn't even pick up his beer. I never. My, prematurely my mouth is cracked. watering. Never. It's never happened. I've never prematurely cracked. Never happened this in my is, life. This is lies. It, it happens to some males, I'm sure, you know, just not me. Others, I mean, you know, it's all good. My mouth was already watering just looking at this can, and you're like, let's crack them. Like, all right. what What's on that can? What? Yeah, what'd you get down and what here? And what's on and in that can? I'm drinking tonight a treehouse. Weird. Uh, Cosmic Odyssey. So it's got, like, the treehouse logo, like, the space and stuff. It's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. What do you have tonight, Aaron? I have. Uh, I found some of these. Um, thought I'd give them a try. From Rockwall Brewing Company in Rochester, New York. A Festlich House Oktoberfest. It's all right. Not bad. I'm drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Wait, let me see that bottle. I think I've had that before. Have you? Well, everybody uses that the flag. like the pattern, like the yeah, pattern. Oh, okay, yeah. never mind everybody that. uses that, right? So, like old mothers' fest beers out, and they use you know they use the flag, the right the blue and the white. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a beer. <laughs> what do you got tonight, Riggs? I have an imported pilsner oh. from oh, Canada. My. Celebrate every red light with a blue light, blue light from Labatt. <laughs> We do not condone drinking and driving. <laughs> red no, light is red on goal lights. lights. No, I'm goals, a goal lights. goals, man. You never saw that commercial? Come on. I haven't seen that commercial, no. Oh, I live man. in the United States. That was in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I live in the United States. was it? It was on Penn's game. Yeah, dude. Labatt, oh, shit. Labatt yeah. and Labatt Blue Light is the official import beer of the Pittsburgh Penguins and has yeah, been for like with eight ads. years. Aaron just sees the. I don't get making, them with ads. You just see the making of the ice. Yeah, you just, every time yeah, the commercial right. comes on, he just yeah. sees the bony yeah. going around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hated those NHL TV. Like every time, I was yeah, like, this right? is such a missed opportunity. Idiots. We've talked about that before. Yeah. What do you have tonight, John? I have from uh, Turner's Iced Tea and Iron City Beer Iced Tea. Mm. The Iron City Light and Tea. So yeah. So it's an icy twee? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> twee adjacent, however you want to call it. Yeah. Twee adjacent. Yeah. yeah. A I'm in. regional twee. Yeah, regional <laughs> twee. I was wondering why you were drinking it with your pinky up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. 
<laughs> is that a five pound hammer? A two pound hammer? Oh, so it's, half. it's icy light, so it's five. But then you mix it with tea, so two and a half pound hammer. Yeah, Perfect. whatever you want yeah. to call it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a dainty hammer. Yeah, ball teen hammer. It's a yeah. ball peen ball hammer. Th- <laughs> there you go. Yeah. What's good? What's exciting? How do we finish out our summer, boys? How do we finish out? Ready for hockey. That's how I finished out. Ready. Getting healthy for this coming season of OFBG. Getting all my injuries, you know, (laughs) fixed. (laughs) Tended to. I'm ready to play. I'm ready to go. This coming Sunday, I'm ready to go. Ready to start this thing off. And preseason's coming up. Like, What's when when are those play, when are those started? Uh preseason games for NHL. So a lot of teams, I think everyone reports by next week. They do media day and stuff. And I think like uh if I remember right, like some teams actually have preseason like late next week or the following week. I'm looking it up right here. OHL starts tomorrow. 111 preseason games slate played yep. across 44 NHL and neutral site venues in North America and Australia. From yep. September 23rd to October yeah. 7th. Yeah. Yep. There we go. And I believe it's the Australia game that's going to be on the 23rd. Correct. Two of Sick. them, in fact. One on the 23rd and then one on the 24th. Yeah. Yes. First ever NHL games in the Southern Hemisphere. Yotes and Kings at Rod Laver Arena. Kings are a global brand. I get that. You know, it's LA, massive media market. Like, Man, ugh. I mean, the arena they're probably playing in Australia is bigger than mullet, probably, so I'll be all right. <laughs> Actually, a, it's huge. It, it is a big building. Yeah. That I Rod Laver arena big, yeah. is a big building. Yeah. I guarantee it's big. it seats more Capacity, than mullet. Capacity, 14,800. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, the Coyotes haven't seen that many people go to see one of their games in a billion years. <laughs> They're gonna be so nervous. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, that's coming up though. I'm I'm excited. We're gonna start seeing the NHL guys start playing some games in a couple weeks here. That's that's exciting. Preseason hockey is like kind of. I mean, yeah, it sucks. It's, it's mad, preseason but, hockey, yeah. but yeah, but it's it hockey. Means things are starting. I agree. It's I agree. NHL yeah. hockey. For yeah. whatever reason, it feels like it's been extra long this don't time so around. Poo-poo. I don't, don't know so why. Poo-poo. I'm not summer. Poo-poo. I'm not. It felt like I haven't seen an NHL game in a lot longer than it normally is. For whatever. I don't well, know that why. is correct for us. Is it? Us I mean, Penguins. from the us Pens fans. Well, yeah, Pens fans. <laughs> yes, I haven't seen the Penguins play in much longer than normal. I actually but think that's a good thing. Quote unquote. But, yeah. but I just meant in general. It seems like from the the time that uh, the cup was was awarded to now feels longer than it's ever been for whatever just you know my own personal feel but you know i'm just i'm ready for hockey start back up normally i'm not this hype at well, this point yeah, in the season. i feel that way too because you know i haven't touched the ice and how oh long? my gosh yeah you, <laughs> you you haven't been on the ice in months <laughs> aaron and danny are just little hype beasts just running around getting all excited <laughs> all excited <laughs> Can't wait to wake my kid up extra early on game day on Sunday. 
Wake up, your dad has a tilt. Yeah, yeah. Your dad has a tilt. I'm leaving promptly at three o'clock so I can go pound beers before my game. Bye. (laughs) I gotta warm up before the game. Air quotes. How about you though, John? What you got going on? Your how's your summer ending up? Fine. Fine and dandy. Just kind of just fine. Great. Yeah. I don't know. Just like busy with work. I'm actually really excited to get back in the routine of like sundays or hockey and then go from there that's kind of how i like start my weeks during hockey season yeah i i I start it with hockey it looks it looks more promising that way versus like i start on monday and then i get a full six days to play hockey or something (laughs) so but i try to sprinkle in some like weekday pickups or something the last little bit i've been trying to do that i want to i want to skate a little more but Maybe that's why it feels like it's been so long. Because normally it feels like we've got pickups just, you know, rapid fire every single week. But it's only been two since the summer tournament. Two pickups. And then, you know, with holidays and, you know, yeah. we uh, we had a, a little bit of a bash when we were, you know, recording our three-year episode. So, you know, we missed that one. And then they canceled it because five because guys didn't show one. up. Well, actually, I think they canceled it because we did that. <laughs> And yeah, then, right. Uh, we played, and then I think the next week they just didn't have enough bodies. Yeah, didn't have enough guys. So, whoops, whoops. Whatever. We'll That'll be right. Be right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last hurrahs of summer before uh, hockey gets into full swing. Now, yep. Yeah, today's Indeed. thirty. Actually, thirty-six days from today, as we record on Monday night, NHL opening night. So. Real deal opening night. Just yeah, not it's the real deal. Real deal. It's a real deal. Yeah, you know, like James Neal. Real deal, James <laughs> like, Neal. That's like right, James Neal used to be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is interesting. I you guys told me that this has been around for what it was. You said it is April or something. I guess uh, a European league is trying these new rules or whatever, and I guess they're thinking about doing something like this. I. You never know what this sort of stuff like the NHL. They they try stuff in preseason, you know, sometimes or they do it in the A, and then the rules make it to the the, the, the National League or whatever. But the idea is basically that penalties would change, and you wouldn't get out of the box if your team gets scored scored on when you take a penalty. And I think that's interesting. I don't know if it's the right fit in the NHL. The other rule was that if you're shorthanded and your team scores a goal, then the penalty's over. So I think that rule should be adopted in our league. Like now, immediately the power kill is the biggest thing in our league. You draw a penalty. You're probably going to get scored on. Like that's a, that's totally a thing. You take it a penalty probably gives your team an advantage. And I think that you should absolutely be off the power play if if the other team scores on you in beer league. I think that it should be the opposite of how it actually works in the rule book. Maybe maybe keep the power play rule too. Like if you score on the power play, the penalty's over. But also if you score shorthanded, then the penalty's over too. At least in our league, that seems like an absolute, like that absolutely needs to be implemented immediately. Maybe not in the NHL. I don't. I don't know if that's that's good. They'll, if they but. do anything like that, it'll be added to the AHL first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 always test it first, and then they, yeah, they don't do it like straight to the end. But 
So the three changes, right? It's the Champions Hockey League, which is like, it's like the equivalent UEFA of Champions UEFA League. in yeah, football right. or soccer, right? So it's it's the clubs in Europe that all play each other in the CHL mm-hmm. over there. So uh, minor penalties serve the full two minutes, regardless of a regardless of if a power play goal is scored. The NHL actually had that rule until nineteen fifty six, fifty five, yeah, fifty six, like something late. like that. Yeah, it and it. That rule changed because the Montreal power play was so fucking good that uh, during that season prior to when the rule changed, um, in a in a minor uh, penalty situation, John Beliveau, captain of the Canadians, right, big def- Hall of Fame defenseman, scored like three goals in less than so many seconds or something like that on a power play. So like that's that's the rate at which they were scoring power play goals. So the rest of the league was like this sucks. Hmm. Um when Montreal scores a goal, our guy gets out of the box. So they changed the rule. So that there's some history behind that and that's not a that's not a new thing. The other thing they're doing, which is also not really a new thing, um is if a goal is scored during the delayed penalty, uh, right, yes. so uh, you still get the penalty. You still get the you still get the the resulting penalty or power play, wh- whichever way you want to look at it. Right, yeah. NCAA has been doing that the last couple of years, and there's a couple uh, junior hockey instances where that's happening as well. So that's not that's not such a far fetched idea. The team that scores on the shorthanded chance, though, negating the the entire you know rest you know balance of the penalty minutes. That's an awesome and interesting idea. Yeah. And it and it promotes the idea that, hey, even though we're in a special team situation, like we should all still be playing hockey. Yeah. Right. Like, like let we're not gonna we're not gonna just go into our shell and try and protect the box and then, you know, not try and get out of this by going down the other end and getting scoring chances. So there are other rule changes in other leagues and levels that kind of promote this as well in youth hockey in the States right now for the last couple of years, uh, there is icing is no longer allowed, um, at certain age levels. I think all of them now, I think they actually did all the way up to 18 U, where if you take, if you take a penalty, you can't just dump it down the ice anymore because you're going to get, icing calls and face-offs in your zone, the puck's going to be in your zone the whole two minutes or whatever it is. So you got to play hockey, right? You got to skate it out and get it away from your net. And you have to continue to play even in a disadvantaged situation. So I think it's, it's somewhat analogous to that where they're, they're, they're telling the team that's, you know, on the disadvantaged situation, Hey, if you go down and score, Rest of the penalties wiped out. It's to your benefit. Yeah. yeah. Rest of the penalties wiped out. Not just for the goal, out. but yeah. 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 So I, I think that to me is like very interesting. And also like in the context of what we do, absolutely. Like forget the power kill. Like let's go score and, you right. know, because no, first of all, nobody that we play play with knows what to do on a power play no (laughs) so penalty kill so what's the point which is also (laughs) why before you know we've talked about let's go to jailbreak Mm -hmm. uh 
you know, jailbreak penalty shots and just be done with the whole idea of, you know, two minutes of five on four or whatever. Like, it's stupid. So, anyway. I will say, <laughs> after doing the jailbreaks at the summer tournament, it is, it's kind of a tough, tough way to do it because people always cheat. They all, like, it, it's, and it seems unsafe. It honestly seems a little bit unsafe. It seems like when you get nine guys just going full board, literally going as fast as possible, then it's going to set up some situations where you're going to have people running into each other. And honestly, I doing a couple of them, it kind of felt a little bit unsafe. It's not like the normal flow of hockey where, you know, there's, there's, I mean, yes, you're, you got guys going opposite directions at full speed, but when all nine are going one direction, you clip somebody's skates and they go at the hash marks and they go flying into the boards. Like everybody's crashing to the net at full speed. That's got to be scary for a goalie. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't have that perspective, but that can't be, that can't be a desirable situation for a goalie, but I, I don't know. I, I love jailbreaks. I think that they're, they're loads of fun, but it seems like it's way too easy for people to try to game that system and, you know, try to crowd in the middle to hold up the defenders or, you know, do things that would, because the ref has to watch the play. He can't watch the people who are chasing the, the shooter, which means that there's going to be hooking and other crap happening in the back that you just, you can't, you can't see it all. And I, I love jailbreak as an idea. I think that there's some flaws to it, but, uh, I, I, I want something like jailbreak that, like you said, we'll just get it over with. Like well, no sitting in the box. Shot. That's so super easy. So you want a penalty shot? <laughs> yeah, every penalty is a penalty shot. It's super just easy. A penalty yeah, shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I want it to be live at the same time. So it, there's, it'd be nice if there was some sort of balance in between jailbreak and just a straight up penalty I, shot. Here's but. what you do: you put everybody on the bench, except for the shooter, and then as soon as. As soon as the shot is taken, the play is live and it's five on five. Or, or be more sick. Make it kind of like the. Uh, I remember the proposed face-off rule was like on certain infringements. You get to pick the player you get to face off against. I remember that that was like a proposed rule. So you get to pick the on ice player that chases you. That actually be kind of funny. That that could be funny both ways. Let's say Could you pick fire. somebody, you're Could like, backfire like, oh, I picked this guy. He's not going to get, and then he like totally catches you and makes you look like yeah, an yeah. ass. That'd be <laughs> great. Yeah. That'd be good. What if it was jailbreak, but there was only supposed, like, you could have the shooter and then three people total, two of which are defenders, and then one of which is your own guy. So if you're the shooter, then one of your guys is behind you, and then there are two defenders, and then everybody else is at their bench, and as soon as the puck either hits the goalie or goes into play essentially, then those guys can leave their benches and then go into the play. Like it just seems like when you have all nine, then it's or do a modified jailbreak. You start at the blue line. They start at like uh, the the other blue line. Oh yeah. The the goal line. (laughs) The other goal line. Sorry. I'm not chasing them from our goal line. I'm not going to do that. That's the thing. I wouldn't need some. I think some of the players we play with, you may catch them. Yeah. So, <laughs> there is that. Yeah. I don't know. 
if you modify it, <laughs> then it's just penalty shot, I think. Yeah, I, I don't much. know. But there's probably a good good idea here that that if you sit and think about it enough, you probably come up with something really, really good here. But somebody was talking about dueling. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally just dueling <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the thing the thing about the thing about ofbg though is their penalties are called so infrequently anyway that it doesn't yeah. matter yeah yeah it's true so you know hopefully yeah in our league hopefully nobody's taking any penalties ever well it seems but, to be the same well yeah, we always constantly are in trouble though <laughs> there is Not that though the point you know? yeah we always want a good flow of the game. A lot of I competitive mean, people, I guess. That's the best way to put it, right? Yeah. Hang on, guys. We've got to take a quick break to hear about our sponsors. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? Crazy, right? Well, good thing that's over. NFL is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download now and use code THPN to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility. Terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. But I do think that the shorthanded negates the penalty that that absolutely should That's be implemented awesome, yeah. right now i think in the nhl i like what eric is saying it's it would promote the shorthanded teams have because that's what's what's that's the downtime in hockey like if you think about about the game it's fast pace end to end so on except for penalties because on power plays shorthanded team gets possession sends it down the ice and then they regroup they wind it up Somebody sits behind their own net for 15 seconds and then they go out like that's when hockey slows down is that set up for the power play. You have to do something to incentivize the team that's in the mm-hmm. disadvantage situation right. to actually play. Right. Yeah, exactly. So keep there's puck. there's a couple ways you could do it. Right. It's hey, if you score, this gets washed out or hey, you can't. You're not Can't allowed to it. just ice it anymore. Right. Like the puck's going to come back to your end. So you're going to have to skate, you know, so, or you could, or you could do both. Right. Yeah. I was thinking both. Right. Why not do both? Do you guys remember a <laughs> few years ago? Those? It was, I know Patrick Kane was involved in it. It was a delayed penalty and he threw the, bu- the puck back to his own point and no one was there and it went all the way down the ice yeah. for a goal against. Yeah. Cause it was delayed. Mm-hmm. So the goalie came off, whoever. Yeah. So, what if they did the delayed penalty, but to incentivize the team that's actually not going into like full box mode, uh, you know, or six on five type play, you have to get possession at center, like in the offensive side of the ice. So that way, like, even if you get it in your own zone, like they just don't blow the whistle dead. There's like oh, an incentive yeah. to actually like 
either shoot to the open net where it delay, you know, it's a goal, but it also kind of no, like, oh, you can't I hate do that. I don't like I, the goal. I hate saying you it. I hate it. You, you hate that goal? That's weird coming out of your mouth. You can't do but, that, though. You can't, you can't do that. But I'm saying, you can't do but that. But I'm saying, yeah, no, it doesn't work because Cause you're going to have teams that won't, won't the teams won't pull their goalie in the delayed, delayed penalty right. situation. It's not which, even that. Why, why am I going to even mm -hmm. try and go get possession of the puck? I'm right. just thinking it more that way. Like you just, I don't, I don't want stagnant nonsense. It would be so kind like of incentivize nice. If, incentivize a team to like constantly go for the puck. Like there's a big like thing in like, you know, hockey coaching circles where like, even in your, they call it offensive pressure for defense, like where you're in a certain offensive posture, despite like your puck management and shot type, like you're in a, your offensive players are still in a position to defensively get the puck back in the offensive zone. So you kind of want, like, I'm just saying, bring that dynamic in where that way, like you just don't have like a team fully go into PK mode already on the delayed call. But yes, as soon as you touch it, it's dead. Obviously I get it. I, but, I maybe uh -huh. not though, you know, based on what you said, uh, you kind of gave me an idea. What if delayed penalty situations, the other team has the puck, they've got you hemmed in your own zone. Instead of the play being dead as soon as you touch the puck, the play is dead as soon as the puck goes across the center red line, but does not ice. So the puck can't go to be an icing. You can't just throw it down because if that is the case, then maybe Thinking there's the, some other kind of way that they can only, penalize you. My only thing in the NHL game, you need icing just because if you're going to start throwing pucks and defensemen that can skate or mobile or wheeling behind corners, you're going to have a really nasty injury because someone's going to throw a puck and they're going to get dumped really hard into the board. Like, I think it's some of the lower levels where the speed's not as much like you, you're going to get like, you know, name a defenseman. They're going to get murdered in the corner one time because they're going to be in a race for a, bring back the old NHL. Puck. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, Let them race for pucks. Yeah, I'm gonna see. No, I don't want to. I don't want to see like broken legs and shit. Come I don't, on, I don't want that. we've seen careers end going for ice. Yeah. I, I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, we don't need. That. Yeah, but yeah. no, for a delayed penalty situation, though, maybe maybe the icing thing is not the right thing. But maybe you have to get the puck over the center red line, just as that's how you can. That's how the the delayed penalty ends. Is you've got to get possession of the puck enough to get it over the red line not just to touch it but to actually get it over the middle that would be and then as soon as it crosses the middle line then it's dead and the the penalty is issued or whatever like that would that would at least that would that would keep a delayed penalty going a little bit further a little longer which maybe maybe we need that maybe we don't but uh maybe you need something to offset the shorthanded thing at the same time i though. would i, I would I like know. more nhl teams adopting that like you know, kind of score mentality on both sides of the puck because it would be kind of cool to see, like... That's what I think... Definitely Connor McDavid, be. Leon Dreisaitl, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and, like, Darnell Nurse out for a penalty right? kill. It would surely like, change that would be, special teams on PK. That'd be pretty cool. And more offensive players out there in general. Which so. probably means that the players won't go for it. And it probably means that some players would see workload that they probably shouldn't see. Because, like, if you want to put McDavid out for your PK, then... You think can they would block him as on many your power shots? play line? I don't. Like, I know. I would. Yeah, like, I don't think I can. Why? Put him out why on are we game? blocking shots anyway? Yeah. Why are we blocking shots? 
Let's Fair go enough. see him. Fair enough. Actually, PK. if you do it that way, it forces your management to like make sure you have four lines of competent players, like where they can technically go out in any situation. And yes, like my power play is more of a threat with McDavid, but also like the thing about this right you know, is like there's all these things that are just accepted in the game because this is how it's done or whatever. Or this is what we right. see every night. It doesn't mean that it's the best way to do it. Oh, absolutely. No, right. Like, like saying that, oh, well, you know, this class of player shouldn't be on the PK for X reason or because we've never seen it done before. That's not the right answer. Like if the rules dictate that, hey, I'm, I have an advantage now. If I get somebody like that out on the ice that can cancel out a critical power play against me then guess what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put those types of players out on the ice yeah you fair know? enough the conversation i think should be more about like okay how do we actually make the product better and make it more entertaining like power plays are cool like you get to see the team set up and they work the puck around like whatever but it's really not that exciting compared to what happens in the rest of the game because the power play penalty kill situation has turned a lot into what football looks like now, where it's two teams, one defending, one attacking. Right. One team invariably has possession. And, you know, we do that for so many minutes and then it's over, or the team that had the puck scores and it's over. Like, to me, that is not what hockey's about. It's not supposed to be as formulaic as that. So if you change the rules to open it up more and get those types of players out on the ice more, it can only make it better. I think if you eliminate the trapezoid, that'd be a good one to start. I think the trapezoid is kind of a dumb rule. I mean, like the first year or two that it was implemented, then yeah, goalies, you know, made the mistakes and got some penalties or whatever. But now it's like, you never see that. That never happens anymore. The goalies know all the little tricks where it's like, oh, I'll just touch it inside the trapezoid and move it so that I can touch it when it comes back out on the other side. Like It, it never well, happens and if you, anymore. And if you look at it, I think some of the players, some of the goalies, they're not as good with the puck as they used to be to some extent. Which is fine. Goalies should stay in the net and tend the goal. But still. <laughs> I hate that rule and how that works. Because it disrupts the flow of the game. And if if a player, whether they're a goaltender or not, is good enough to be able to handle the puck in a way to... Good for them and let them do it, yeah. yeah. Give an advantage to their team, yeah. that's the way it works. That's why they get paid. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand why. I mean, it, going back to 19, the mid-50s when they changed the rule because Montreal was so good at the power play. I think that's the wrong thing to do. Right. right. Why why doesn't everybody else figure out how to right. get better? Right? I feel like they ha I feel like they have <laughs> been doing that recently. Like you see like a team win win a cup and next year there's a lot more teams implementing the same things that that team just did. Oh yeah. Like I think with yeah. that happened with the Lightning when they won. Yeah. What the it's, injured uh, reserve rule? But don't 
(laughs) (laughs) That's a one and done. That's a one. Chicago did that originally. Chicago did that first, and that was after they voted to change the rule, and nobody else wanted to do it. Yeah, but oh. Okay, but uh, it's still oh, a gar- I didn't see you there. Still a garbage <laughs> organization, but anyway, yeah. we'll give credit where credits due. <laughs> They're trash. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't think that rules should change because of individual or even team performances over a short term basis. I don't think that's right. Yep. I, I think, agree. I think or- rules should change based on the trends in the game as a whole, like from multiple levels, whether it's the highest level at NHL all the way down to you know amateur ranks like you look at how the game is trending then mm-hmm. you make your rules you know and then and then also like with the nhl they have to sell a product they have to get eyes on it to so that advertisers will buy tv time and that you know uh people will go and buy tickets and they'll buy the streaming packages etc cetera, etc cetera. like you know they they have to take that into account too and and the only way you're going to do that right is make it more exciting so whatever you can do to make it more exciting just that's what you got to do so in recent news uh a a much loved uh musician of margaritaville fame has recently passed away and this reminded us Who, of when Aaron? we were driving up Who to the, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Ever heard of him? You will. When we were driving up to the Poconos, there was a story that was relayed. Do you want to take it yes. from here, Daniel? All right, go for it. <laughs> well, I'm not the storyteller, but right. I was. Right. Here's Well, I learned something that day in the Poconos about our beloved Jimmy Buffett. That nobody else has ever heard. So, <laughs> John, go ahead and take it away. So, Eric and I were driving up separate from the Naughty Boys. Naughty Boy Slow, One was slowly yeah. from Naughty Boy Two, and Naughty then drive fast, and then driving slow again. <laughs> so, Eric and I just had like a—I I don't even remember what playlist it was on—and it was like two straight probably Jimmy yacht Buffett rock songs, yacht rock. No, it obviously. was like no, it was a bunch of stuff, <laughs> and it was like two straight. Jamie Buffett songs. One was Margaritaville and the other one was, it was like Volcano or... Five O'Clock Somewhere maybe? Maybe. I don't remember. That's an Alan Jackson tune. (laughs) But Jimmy Buffett is on that song. Yeah. He does make a cameo. Yeah. But anyway, so (laughs) Eric and I then got, then got very quickly to those songs, got in a topic of businesses. And then he kind of transition back to yeah jimmy buffett's like a well no okay hold on no no hold on hold on hold on hold on no he was a very shrewd businessman absolutely he knew how to capitalize on his brand (laughs) you don't get to be in his position without being a shrewd businessman as eric and i said there's there's a little place in frederick spectacular burgers and shakes well let's not get crazy it's (laughs) called it's called beef and buns in paradise beef and yeah. buns in paradise two of my favorite things and it used to be called cheeseburgers in paradise okay mm-hmm. famous famous jimmy buffett song mm-hmm. cheeseburger in paradise and uh mr buffett james buffett <laughs> went heard. after he heard about this this infraction on his 
trademark good name. copyright yeah on his good name <laughs> so besmirched he, he yeah. went after <laughs> he Mr. went Buns. after he went after yeah. Mr. Mr. Buns. Buns. <laughs> yeah. He went after cheeseburgers <laughs> in paradise. Yeah. And he made them he made them change the name. And they changed it to Beef and Buns in Paradise. So what's there was rumors though about so, how this went down, right? Yeah. So <laughs> so what was what was what you I want to hear what you guys heard. What did well, you guys so, hear happen? So we, we heard, heard a much more nefarious tale. What we heard was <laughs> Mr. Buffett. <laughs> Rode up on his on his beach cruiser bicycle. Those tricycles ones. To, no, no, yeah. one of the cruisers. Oh, just, the, 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 the cruiser. Have you been to the know? beach? Yeah, they have tricycles. Go on, get the keep keep. Nobody nobody rides a tricycle over the age of eight years Mr. old. Mr. Buffett does not ride a yeah. tricycle. Keep fucking talking. Go. God damn. So he rides his beach cruiser bicycle up to cheeseburgers in paradise as he's blaring his as music from a yeah. boom box his own, yeah, yeah. his own music he's listening yeah. to his own music yeah. his own music <laughs> and he walks he's like easy he bumping his own and shit he, and he walks <laughs> he walks in there and he just starts berating the owner of cheeseburger in paradise He's like, well, at first he asked the he asked the hell politely, "Excuse me, is the owner here?" And they said yes. And then when he came, <laughs> he then starts, he turned the guns starts on. Starts yeah, he's him. He's like, help. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I I own I own these words. I own the trademarks. I own the yeah. copyrights. These are my words. You have to change the name immediately, or there's going to be trouble, and you don't want that trouble. And he's just yelling at the guy, and uh, the patrons are there. They're mortified. There's like people, like kids and stuff. They're just trying to get their milkshake. Kids are kids were crying. And yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And Jimmy Buffett's just yelling at this guy. So then he finishes yelling at the owner, and he walks outside, gets back on his beach cruiser bicycle, and starts riding away. And he turns around. And he screams at the owner of the former cheeseburger paradise, now beef and buns in paradise, and fix your fucking mustache. <laughs> yeah, because the guy before, had a the guy had a handlebar mustache. Before he did that, as Jimmy Buffett was leaving, <laughs> and he didn't like it. He had it. a baseball bat. He took a baseball bat out and he cracked the little statue there. So now he, he goes, "If I gotta come back here, that's happening to your skull." And then he gets on the beach cruiser. He starts pedal away, and he stops in the middle of the street, and he points. He's like, and fix that fucking mustache. <laughs> so and he just rode off. So Danny had never heard this story before. So when we get to neither the... had anyone else in the entire no. world. You guys, so you we... guys didn't hear the story until you're riding up that day. So, yeah. <laughs> so we get to the cabin. We get to the cabin, and we went. The cabin had the little other building with the game room, and we're all in there. I know how this and, came up. And... This is because of Roadhouse. And like the this, this scene at the car dealership, like back at Roadhouse. I was like, "That's yeah. Jimmy Buffett. That's what he." Oh yeah, when did. he busts up the thing, I was like, "That's yeah. what he fucking did." And yeah. Danny goes, yeah. what? "What?" I was like, "You what? didn't hear? What did Jimmy Buffett <laughs> do?" And I what? just so know, that we told this tale. <laughs> we told the story. I thought Jimmy Buffett was G. It yeah. yeah, Danny, <laughs> Danny bought it. <laughs> but I, I may you have know, been you a little spun this yarn. But listen. Well, listen, Jimmy Buffett would never do that. Any of no, any of those things. He, he never did any of those things. This was just 
He was just about fun. Fiction. He was just about fun. That's right. Five o'clock somewhere. Cheeseburgers. And also, and also suing small businesses when they infringe on his trademarks and because copyrights. Cheeseburgers in Paradise yeah. and Frederick absolutely changed their name to Beef and Buds. And, and let's they did. And let's not forget yeah, yeah. he was also about sweet, stinky old weed. <laughs> 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 all right, that's gonna do it for this one. Thank you so much for your listen. We appreciate all the support we get. Be sure to join the Discord at beersandalot.com slash Discord and check out the shop at beersandalot.com slash shop. Be sure to keep those likes and ratings and reviews and subscriptions coming and fix that fucking mustache. Just kidding. See you next week. <laughs>